to a little bit deep with Sophie and Eden. Hello. Welcome if it's your first time listening. And welcome back if you are a regular. Today we have a great topic we're going to dive into, but before we do that, we do this thing called our Rose Stem and Thorn every week where we basically just catch up and get to know our rose, which is our highlight, our stem, which is our point of growth, and our thorn, which is like our low light of the past, however long since we recorded. So do you want to get straight into it, Eden? Yes. My rose this week, I went to Brunswick Heads. How long ago was that? That was, that feels a month ago but it wasn't it was like a week yeah it was like two weeks ago I swear like not last weekend the weekend before so I went to Brunswick Heads just for a night I loved it it's like a river town but also beach town so it's really nice it's stunning that's my rose because yeah it was really lovely the weather's been amazing so many stems where do I even begin oh my god (laughs) um far out you can have more than one stem you can just like update us on where you're at I'm going to hone in on, I think I might have mentioned this, but I'm getting like therapy at the moment and what I'm working through in therapy is just a lot. I think I'll go into it in the future on the podcast, like kind of what I'm working through because I think it will be relatable to a lot of girls. But yeah, that's my stem just because like you when you work through stuff in therapy, I feel like it comes up in your everyday life and you start to realize how it like dribbles into everyday things that you do and you start to realize things a little bit more. So yeah, I'm just like going through that at the moment, which is my stem. My thorn is that I'm, because of where I'm living at the moment, I'm struggling to get the right workout routine. I usually just would have such a standard workout routine that I would follow when I was in Melbourne but at the moment I'm struggling to there's no gyms near me that I want to go to and Mm -hmm. running is great mixed with weights but I also get bored working out on my own all the time so yeah yeah you're used to group like high impact group training Yeah, yeah yeah exactly it's such an important part of my lifestyle so that would be my thorn how about you, Soph? Um, so my rose this week is going to Soak Bathhouse with Eden oh, and yeah. one of our friends from school. If you don't know what it is, it's basically this rooftop bathhouse and they have different temperature pools and it's saunas and things like that and you just relax and chat yeah, and hang it's out. Yeah, so, so good. We definitely recommend Yeah, having a little social outing that was a lot more like focused on health and wellness was just so fulfilling and relaxing and wholesome so yeah that was great my stem is my morning routine it's something that i'm really struggling with i kind of feel like my stem and thorn are correlated so i'm just gonna talk about them both together so my thorn is my mood at the moment just in myself and feeling really flat and really low and my motivation is really low as well so actually getting up in the morning, anything that I don't have to do or anywhere I don't have to be, I will have no motivation to do anything. So for me right now, that's something I'm working through. That's my STEM is like actually getting up and doing something for me in the morning. Even though like I'm trying to give myself grace for the times where I'm finding it a bit harder to get up, I still am finding that I'm wanting to get myself out of this rut because it is, it's just not like, you know, it's not nice not feeling happy or good in yourself. Um, 
just something I'm working on and noticing at the moment. So I think that's my STEM. Yeah, that's really relatable, to be honest. <laughs> it's so yeah. <laughs> but like not having solidified plans and something to look forward to straight away is tricky because it yeah. it 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 does flatten your mood instantly, which is mm. like you said, it's not a nice feeling. And obviously you have all the other stuff you're going through as well. Mm, yeah yeah definitely that aside I did want to chat about something just quickly before we get into the topic I'm a little bit obsessed with Julia Fox now I don't a lot of listeners will know who she is she I guess is most infamous for dating Kanye West that's how she really came into the spotlight but she now like is her own personality online um she's a celebrity and she has her own podcast like she does all sorts of things so I've been following her for a while just think her point of view is really interesting you know she's a very she's a very notable personality she's Um, super outspoken and honest yeah 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 so I listened to one of her podcast episodes which is an old one so this is me hatching up in the times so she did an episode with Emrata and I want to talk about it because a lot of the episode was about dating and divorce and getting yourself back out there after divorce obviously they are live a completely different life to us but it was really interesting to listen to and I would recommend people to listen to it I would label it as like the future feminist movement but I do think that they had very forward thinking ways of how women should be and how marriage is they pretty much do not believe in Mm. marriage like they don't they shit on marriage essentially um they do glamorize divorce a lot um yeah they they completely glamorize divorce because one they're rich (laughs) two they're very hot and Mm. they have one child who is very young so um not to say that being a single parent is not extremely hard but if you have money to throw in the mix that does take off one massive pressure of being a single parent i think it's interesting though because you can respect where they're coming from but you don't really agree with where they sit in terms of things and i think that as a 24 year old woman in the society that we're in at the moment it is really hard to find where you sit with feminism because mm. a lot of the movement is is man hating to a to a degree, mm. and and I'm not saying that that's what feminism is, is. We know that's not what feminism is, but like that is the futuristic. Like with these media icons, that's the movement they kind of push. Is like, um, you know, you're the only person that matters. Like fuck men um their shit anyways what do they have to offer me I'm rich and hot they're not like that kind of hope I think it's important for us to talk about though because I personally find it really really difficult at my age and and where like the time we're in to still be like low-key feminist but not like high-key feminist where I do shit on men because I know that's where I like to head that's honestly honestly that's the route I most easily head Mm. towards because it makes sense right like we don't need to go on and so it's hard to find the balance and I think seeing these people talk about it it does stir up a lot in us because as women we want to be very respectful and loving and wives and um have children and families but it's like we also want our self-respect yes 
that was a really great summary. I do think there's a new wave of feminism and that's why it's important to talk about it because there is all of this feeling our femininity and coming into ourselves and growing in that. There's a huge wave of that at the moment, whether you feel like that is true for you or not, that is what's happening in the world. So I do think conversations yeah. like exactly what you said, is it's very hard to find the balance. And to think about where we sit. Yeah, so it's just something to keep in mind, I think, and it was an interesting conversation for sure. So for this week's topic, we're going to be talking about a very important topic amongst our age, I believe. It's about losing yourself in a relationship. Um, I think this is something that everyone does at some point in the relationships they're either in or maybe have been in. So we wanted to talk about this because obviously, you know, you're finding yourself in your 20s and then being in a relationship and also trying to find out who you are and stay true to yourself is a challenge and it's something that so I know Soph and I have both like experienced so yeah yeah and I think we were as we're talking about discussing this we're a little hesitant to even talk about it because it's something I guess we're both still going through and still kind of working through in ourselves. But then we thought what better topic than to talk about something that is relevant to us and our experiences with it as well, Um, especially because Eden and I kind of have, are in two different places with it currently. So no matter where you kind of sit on the scale of finding yourself or losing yourself in a relationship both are correlated I feel like this conversation will offer a diverse perspective on the topic yeah for sure and like obviously Soph's just been through a breakup and I'm in a long-term relationship say so we've both been through you know discovering ourselves trying to balance a relationship la da 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 so yeah, it's a lot. And as everyone knows listening, like trying to navigate finding yourself and, and and also having a healthy, balanced relationship where you make time for each other and all that stuff is, is, yeah. is tricky. Like how much are you supposed to put your energy into the relationship compared to yourself, especially in such a, oh, my God, pivotal, my words, pivotal phase of your life where you really are trying to just establish yourself it's that I don't I don't know how I feel about the term finding yourself because I feel like you're always finding yourself and you're yeah it's not for just sure like, it's not just like oh in your 20s you're supposed to find yourself like no throughout your life you're always discovering things about yourself like you're never going to find yourself you know what I mean I think you're always going to yeah. be yourself and no matter where you are in life you choose and make decisions based on what feels good and right to you and based on your values so I think like the term finding yourself is very surface level but it just basically means what works for you in your life and what is giving you meaning and drive and ambition and purpose I suppose so when it comes to losing yourself in a relationship I suppose that means that you're not being fulfilled in your relationship and it doesn't mean it's an other person's fault sometimes you can be not looking after yourself properly or there's a there's many reasons why you might feel like you're losing yourself and I just feel like it's a very common thing especially at this age while we are young and have so much we're trying to find in our lives it's 
a hard thing when we're giving so much of our love and empathy and kindness and and emotion to another person because we're kind of almost lacking giving that to ourselves yeah I think it's also probably a reason that a lot of relationships end up breaking down at our age because you're not giving yourself the attention you need and you're not like even if it's mental health career the list goes on I don't know I feel like a lot of relationships would come to a breaking point where it's like well we've both tried you know we're too dependent on each other or we're too lost where we go from here and I guess it's like talking about how do we prevent that from happening or maybe you're just actually not compatible but it's a very Mm. um it's a massive reason I think relationships probably do end at our age I can speak for that in my last relationship. I mean, I I got to a place where I wasn't happy in myself. Like, and probably similar to him as well. We were just giving the relationship everything and you kind of lose yourself in a way because you're not prioritizing yourself over the other person. Where do you think that started? Do you think that started from the beginning where you weren't prioritizing yourself, like just you personally? I don't think we were like that in the beginning. I think as time went on and I suppose life changed for both of us in different ways, you are trying to make something work that doesn't um, or that isn't working. And naturally in that process, you end up giving up more of yourself Yeah, for sure. to compensate for the other person. So it's like, it's so difficult when you do find something that is working at a point in time, but then it changes because you, you're just almost trying to fix it and keep it alive when it's not really the right thing. Cool. So to answer the second part of like when I really felt the change in me neglecting myself and my needs was a lot later in the relationship, I'd probably say around the two-year mark. And that's around when we moved to Brisbane and started living together as well. So I think around that time we were really trying to put the relationship first but so much was happening in both of our lives and I did end up finding myself sacrificing a lot to show up for my partner. So when the relationship ended, eventually a long time later, that that amount of time of me not focusing on myself or giving myself the attention I needed was evident. So I now feel like I'm playing catch up in like just – realizing who I am again what I like all those basic things about yourself but when you you do neglect yourself for so long it's tricky to even remember those things it's so weird it's hard to explain no I I think that's so interesting because you're at a point in your life in your mid-20s where you are discovering stuff regardless of your if you're in a relationship or not and I know we talked that like you know finding yourself it's a buzzword it's ever it's ever evolving but for the purpose of us talking now it's just easier so we you know we're trying to discover all these things but then you go and you put yourself in this person's life 100% and it's you two alongside each other and it's like okay where are we going what are we doing on the weekend what do we want to do with our careers when are we going to get married when are we going to buy a house la 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 And so you become in line with this other person who you don't actually know is there for the long haul. You think they are, and obviously you you hope they are, but you end up aligning mm. with them completely. And then like once 
what happens when they drop off where's your direction it's it's where is it it's gone like it's crazy and that's the danger of it right because people do change their mind all the time and they do leave and no matter how secure you think your relationship is you don't actually know what's going to happen I think it's even iterating more so that you do need to be prioritizing yourself in a relationship because if if your partner does leave where does that leave you where are you going to be at the end of everything not to say they will but I think even if you do have a healthy relationship that does last forever I only think the way a relationship can be truly healthy is if you're both individuals who know who they are and have a healthy relationship with themselves 100% I think like even for me personally reflecting on my relationship that I'm currently in I don't think that I would have made it as far into the relationship if I hadn't have done long distance because I got mm. that time to put myself first. And as as much as in long distance, yeah, you're still like got to prioritize them and call them and organize when you're seeing each other next, all that of course, stuff. Yeah. But like me personally, I think things that I struggled with and things that I battled in my mind. I wouldn't have been able to actually conquer properly if I was in my person's space, like in my partner's space all the time. And mm. I think being in the away from them helps me kind of force me to have individuality uh, and force yeah. seek out other things that I wanted to pursue because I didn't have that to fall back on. My partner's very secure attachment, all that stuff. Good for him. Me, not so much the case. (laughs) So I've had to really, you know, do some self-discovery and um, think about what I want for my life if it doesn't include him or if it does and all that. And I think naturally you don't want to do that when you're dating someone. And still, like, even then you still still find, you still have times where you put your, your everything into that other person. And it, yeah. I feel like it doesn't really have that much reward unless it's being reciprocated. Which you'd hope it would be. <laughs> yeah, but you know when you're sometimes chasing something in a relationship out of insecurity and it's not actually fixing yeah. or helping anything? I don't know if that – does that make sense? Yeah, of course. I mean, in that case, I feel like that is – that's a whole attachment style in itself that I suppose avenue we could go down in how people need to feel secure and loved and supported. Because I think, yes, we're talking about finding yourself, quote unquote, or focusing on yourself in a relationship. But also if you are in a relationship, you do need to feel safe and secure by your partner. So if they're not sort of offering you that in the way that you feel love and that you reciprocate love then that can make you feel insecure or I guess anxious or like you are trying to chase and feel that which is awful and you shouldn't have to feel that in a relationship so I think yeah I think there's two parts of it like yes you need to focus on yourself but your partner should also be supporting you in that. And if you're feeling like your relationship with your partner is lacking, then it's so hard to be able to focus on you because your person who is your person is not showing up properly. So there's so many avenues of this. And that's that's why it's just so important that if you do enter a relationship, you are thinking about what you want and know yourself well and your values so that when you meet someone and you decide to have a partnership, you can communicate that to them. Yeah. 
I wanted to ask though, because you touched on having your own space and not being around your partner's space was really helpful for you to kind of get the mental space you needed to, I guess, find yourself at the time. And I think that is a really important thing as someone who lived with their partner and struggled to find that space. My question is for people who are struggling to find that space, maybe they do live with their partner or they might be traveling with their partner and they're just always together and they're feeling like they need that healthy bit of distance. How could they get that without, I suppose, leaving the situation? Because that's another thing that I think girls or people our age struggle with. That's a really good point or question as well. Because from what you were talking about earlier, just before that, I thought about how in a non-healthy relationship, it is even harder to go find yourself because you feel insecure naturally. Because if you're going to go step away and try and focus on you, you feel like if I'm not giving my 110% to this relationship, they're going to bail or they're not going to love me enough. So Mm. I think that's a good question because honestly, I don't, if that person isn't giving you the space, if you ask for it to focus on Mm. something, say you want to really focus on your career and your degree just for the next like few months and everything in proportion I know there's couples out there whose partners are literally just being blatantly selfish and want to focus on literally just themselves that's the other end of the spectrum and we're not really talking about that here but for you know a normal functioning relationship if you're feeling like you just you don't have anything that you look forward to on the weekend you're you're constantly relying on what your boyfriend's calendar is you're struggling to actually do stuff that you said you wanted to do and you're not doing it. I think it's as simple as organizing one thing a week for yourself. And we talk about this all the time. So like we talk about just have that one two hour block a week. And then if you start putting in those little things to give yourself me time and give yourself even a side project like us when we did this podcast, that was a really, really good outlet for me where I really Mm. got to focus on something I enjoy doing to distract myself from the long distance and stuff but now mm-hmm. it's just an awesome thing that I get to do each week or each mm-hmm. second week yeah and so finding those things your partner should allow you space to do that and you should have a healthy communication and it should be a natural flow with a lot of communication just FYI you'll start to feel more confident and you'll start to grow into yourself. So if I'm sure you can speak to even when you came out of the relationship, kind of Mm. the freeingness that you, that's not a word, but you know, like that kind of enlightenment from finding yourself and putting yourself first that you experience, you can experience that in a relationship, wouldn't you think? Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, you would, I think that's ideal. You want that in a relationship. I think for me, I'm, I haven't really spoken about the breakup yet. Um, might do if it's yeah. the right thing. But TBC. I guess for me, definitely the breakup allowed me to focus on things I'd wanted to focus on for so long but did not feel I had the space for because I was in that anxious phase of the relationship of trying to hold on to it and save it. And so that was all of my 
everything, like every waking moment of the day, that's where my energy went, Um, which is not healthy. Like I didn't want that for myself, but I think when you're in it, it's so hard to be out of it. So when the breakup did happen, just little things like playing my guitar, hanging out with my friends, like having me time again, so bizarre, like just having a day to myself to do nothing. Um, Very strange at first, but amazing. Like, as I've been saying in the previous episodes, you know, I've been going to the beach or just like shopping again for the first time by myself. It's, it's simple things, but when you do it, and I think for people who are in long-term relationships would understand doing those simple things by yourself is really freeing and it is really important I think to just check in with yourself as well and just see how you're doing as you would with a friend yeah at the end of the day like the only person who's going to be there 100% all the time is you so you got to make sure you like yourself and you're happy with your life and you're doing things that are giving you a sense of fulfillment and growth and joy yeah you know like I know one of my best friends she is married they have a house together and and she recently just took up horse riding again she used to play she used to play horse riding (laughs) she used to do horse riding all through school now she's like okay like I've got my life I feel like I need something a bit more so she's just going back into horse riding so I I think there's always things you can do that will get just help you get get yourself back on track and get your sense of self again it's different for everyone but Yeah, it's very important. Yeah, I think back to the times in my life when I felt most lost in a relationship and something comes to mind is when I made a a new boyfriend, got a new boyfriend. I had a new boyfriend and I became friends with all of his friends. I became so involved in his life that I completely lost myself his life was going to be my life and I hated the thought of that low key but I was just like oh this is just going along for the ride I was very I was very naive at the time happens all the time yeah it's so common and and I think that when I got out of it or even times in the relationship I was just like what am I doing I feel so confused all the time like what the hell and it's because my life was literally wrapped up in his wrapped up in it so much it was it was uh, looking back you you think it's absurd but like in the moment you don't think anything of it because you're just going along for the ride of the relationship it Mm. reiterates the fact that if you have a healthy balanced relationship you should probably have some other things that you do separately or have something for yourself just to have that kind of solitude I don't know I'm sure there's relationships out there where they're like twin flames or whatever but that stuff freaks me out um (laughs) no I think I think even if you are you have this relationship that's like fire right and you just have this amazing chemistry like great for you but also you still need to learn you still need to know yourself and have alone time it's never ever ever healthy for you just to be 100% codependent on your partner like codependence to an extent is healthy and I don't want to take away from that because I think you do need to rely on your partner and there are times in your life where you will rely on them more than others and that's okay that's why you have a partner and that's they should be able to provide that for you but also if you're feeling like a little lost a little frantic like you should also have your partner as a safe space to allow you the freedom to 
figure yourself out a bit if that means more space if that means picking up a hobby if whatever it is it's it's important to explore that yeah and it's never too late either Mm. like you could be four years into a relationship and decide that you need to start putting yourself first more you need to focus on your health or your fitness I know that is something that happens to a lot of relationships like you know there's little things like that like you know where you just aren't prioritizing you to be a hundred percent the best version of you that you can be so then you can then go to the other person and hopefully you date someone who is willing to work on themselves and also be the best version of themselves as well that's what everyone wants right you two two whole people or trying to be whole people working on themselves Mm. coming together and being in unity so you can then have your individuality and your partnership which is Mm. that's the goal right yeah 100% and like if your values align as partnerships you might both be feeling that and it it could be something that you want to pick up together where if it is the gym for example like if you're both feeling like oh I don't feel great in myself like you can support each other along those journeys and help each other out but it's it's something that you need to recognize in yourself that is not sitting well and that you make change for and your partner should come along the journey, support you in that. Another example is like not feeling like you have enough girlfriends to hang out with because you're always with your partner. Like we spoke about this last episode with prioritizing friendships. And I think it's like one of the most important things, especially at this age and throughout your entire life to prioritize your friends. And if you're feeling like you're not because you're in a relationship, I think prioritizing that will help you get your confidence back, sense of self and just a bit more freedom and time away from your partner in a healthy way. Yeah, and other people to like support you and rely on that isn't just one person. Everyone needs a support network and everyone needs community and friendship. So if you're feeling like your whole life is wrapped up in this one person, you are going to lose yourself if you don't have other people to then talk to and rely on and and just chat through life with. It's really important to have like girlfriends you can go and they can boost you up and tell you you look hot and have some fun together. Like that is really valued as well. So I think we should talk about how to know if you actually kind of have lost yourself already or maybe you're in that point where you're just not not 100% happy in the relationship not because of the other person but maybe because you just don't feel like you're meeting your own needs or whatever it is what's some things you reckon you should look out for so oh I think that's a really good question because I feel like I was just in this this haze of trying to show up for somebody else if anyone asked me if I was happy I would have said yes if anyone asked me at that stage I would say yeah I'm happy because I had my partner and to me at that time all I wanted was him so I was happy but really I I know I knew I wasn't like deep down and I look back now and can see I wasn't it's it's just such a hard thing to really admit to yourself if you aren't happy in yourself I think ways that made me realize in hindsight noticing those little triggers that once were enjoyable for you as a person say you've always been someone who enjoys going to the gym you've always been someone who plays guitar you've always been someone who socializes a lot and loves to dress up and go out they might not be your things but whatever it is for you if that stops happening 
and you start to not enjoy those things anymore and you find yourself feeling more anxious and more concerned and down on yourself and have worried thoughts, I think you might need to rethink your lifestyle and make some changes. Um, And that's something I'm still working on now. Yeah. I think that's really like a really good point. Even like things that align in your values, if you're not lining up with them anymore and you're kind of losing yourself and you find that you're just codependency in a bad way kind of thing, like you're relying on the other mm. person to keep you up in good spirits. If if they're down, you're down. Like obviously everyone, all relationships go through hard times and I don't think that any relationship you're always going to be 100% secure in yourself 24-7. So, you know, don't be hard on yourself if you're thinking these thoughts every now and then. But even a good relatable thing to look out for could be like even your spirituality. Are you not, if you're a spiritual person, maybe you're not um, as spiritual and you're feeling like, oh, you're pushing that side away and you're just pushing sides of yourself that you used to really love you're just slightly pushing them all away it doesn't have to be a hundred percent away but you're just like kind of neglecting them a little bit and so Mm -hmm. I think when those things start happening that's when you're starting to get yourself in a bit of trouble once you literally start going down that slope it is really difficult to get yourself back out of it while you're in the relationship because you you become comfortable in a version of you that's not yeah. you. And you become comfortable and normal in it and your partner becomes comfortable and normal in it. And even moving in together, right, It's it annoys me that our generation takes it as such a blasé commitment these days. It's like, well, we're just doing it out of convenience. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so you're yeah. choosing to live and partner with this person in their space, in their safe space, Mm. and you don't even know you want to marry them or you don't even know that you want to be with them forever it's it's a massive commitment and I know talking quite passionately because I know so agrees with the same thing like we just think that you know you're trying to learn yourself and you're trying to put yourself first at this age and to partner with another person and go okay let's move in together yet not be able to show up and let the woman be in her feminine energy and not let let her have a safe space in her own home and vice versa for males as well If you're not ready to do that, then you shouldn't be living together because it's a big, big decision because it's you sacrificing a piece of your life to then go partner and and live in with someone. Yeah, I just think that that's something our generation is getting wrong at the moment because you shouldn't just be dating for a year and then just moving in just because it's convenient. That is your safe space and that is your space where you can learn who you are and be an individual and have your alone time and work on yourself within those four walls. That was amazing, Eden. (laughs) I agreed with everything you just said. Um, I was just here nodding. (laughs) I can vouch for that. As I said before, my ex and I lived together. So my room that used to be my room became like a spare room and it wasn't really my room anymore. I didn't feel like it was. However, since we broke up, I've had my space back. Just like buying new items and being in my own space is the most healing thing ever. 
because I feel like I have been in a masculine and I know that like I think masculine and feminine energy is a whole nother conversation yeah we want to talk about that but yeah (laughs) being in a masculine environment 24 7 is not me like it's not who I am and it's you know like everyone has their own energies that they bring but I feel like when you move in with your partner you kind of find you find your style together and you both bring things to contribute. And I was not feeling that because I was pretty much living in his room. So now being in my own room and space has just been so like comforting and healing on my journey of finding myself after a breakup. And my number one priority from here on out to to make sure I have a safe space and a safe environment, because if I'm not doing that, I'm setting myself up for big risk and I don't know if that is I might need to work through that a bit because one day you of course want to live with your partner and have a life together but I just think these days like you said people don't realize what they get into before it's a bit too late yeah your environment is one of the core pillars as a human being so having that be safe and not disturbed is so important yeah 100% so and I think like you know that's why we want to talk about it is because it is so easy to do because you get wrapped up in this love and this relationship which is beautiful right love is beautiful but at the end of the day you don't want to get wrapped up in something that might not be everlasting and you may be left having to walk away from that person so like if you are focusing on who you are and keeping your safe space and your heart looked after and your environment and yourself and your mental stability looked after then it puts you in a better position for when things do happen like something you can't control so it's it's a tricky thing to navigate and like the more you're looking after yourself and in tune with yourself and doing things for you I think it becomes easier to rely on mm. your intuition and your decisions. But if you're if you're someone who is either even preparing for possible relationship one day or maybe you are in a relationship now, this is for everyone. You can lose yourself in your everyday life, let alone a relationship. Yes, a relationship makes it that much more complex because you're throwing another person in the mix who's bringing their lifestyle into your lifestyle. We want to just talk about this because we want to encourage everyone to like look out for themselves and put themselves first in a healthy, balanced manner. We're all about balance here at A Little Mm. Bit Deep. And yeah, if you guys have ever want any advice or anything just shoot us a message we're always down to chat about anything relationships so yeah where you gals can't say it's gonna be the best advice but we're gonna try our best (laughs) yeah okay guys now it's time for asking for a friend this week's question was should you always be honest even if it hurts someone's feelings And what were the options that you could vote? We had, yes, honesty always wins, or two, sometimes, or three, what they don't know won't hurt them. We have 47%. No one said what they don't know won't hurt them. So we have a lot of honest people listening. Oh, that's so (laughs) sweet. Or people who at least expect (laughs) honesty. 
but most most people actually said sometimes so it was kind of even but we had 53% said sometimes and 47% said yes honesty always wins so I am honesty is a huge huge part of my values I would much prefer to know the full truth and then decide how I feel and make a decision from there with whatever the situation is rather than being lied to or a little bit deceited or given like maybe the sugar-coated version that kind of makes me feel a bit blindsided like I just prefer the hard truth even if it hurts me just so I can then do what I need to you know what I mean like and I also feel a lot more respected if someone comes to me with a harsh truth because even if I don't like it or it does hurt me I at least can respect that they respect me enough to come to me with that and I will then respect that person does that make sense I feel like yeah. that was a lot but yeah no I agree yeah I, I I agree with that last point like you know I respect the person as well if they just come to me and be like well this happened uh and they just tell me the truth yeah. even if it hurts me I'm like well at least I know who you are and I can judge from there you know um but I don't know I, I feel like as I go through life I'm learning how I feel about honesty more and more. I think it's very important to be honest, especially in a romantic relationship. But I do think like maybe there's some things that I don't want to (laughs) know. Like ignorance is bliss. Yeah. But I want to be close enough for it to be an honest, like honest relationship as well. So I'm so torn. I think I don't think honesty means you need to know everything. I don't think that's honesty. I think if your your partner feels like they have to come and tell you, like this is in a romantic setting or any setting really, but if someone feels like they have to tell you every single detail about everything, that's almost like, that's like almost controlling. I don't think that's honesty. I think honesty is like if something has happened or something is raised or, you know, something that you think the other person needs to know, that yeah makes this current situation different then you go and tell them and you tell them the truth and it's not a different version of what happened that's honesty Perfectly said. you know and delivery is everything like you can be honest without being mean you can still be kind so i think kindness yeah. and honesty need to go hand in hand um not just like being rude and a bitch because no one likes that person need to be nice to people um but if there is a situation that you feel somebody needs to know going to them and telling them the truth is a very respectful thing to do yeah I think define like how you defined honesty there and what you believe it means in a relationship was like a really good representation because if you and your partner both like define what you think honesty is and what you need to be told about and kind of things like that and how you said if it actually affected the person then they should know about it say I don't know yeah maybe you did something that wasn't the best doesn't mean it was like cheating or anything maybe it wasn't the best like maybe that's something that you should just confess up and be like hey I did this I know it wasn't great la da da yeah like that kind of stuff just creates um another level of intimacy I think in a relationship as well and trust and and the communication is flowing I think I think honesty is always the answer and even if they don't tell you something but you question them about it just be honest like you know when those situations happen we're like oh I noticed this like 
Yeah, yeah, if you've been given the opportunity to confess up and the partner's catching on, you better bloody come clean because (laughs) they're onto you. They're onto you and they'll know if you're, they think that you're lying. So that's your opportunity right then and there. Yes. Yeah, I think, I think that covers it. Like, you know, being honest is always the best option, but there is a certain standard that I think is necessary. It's not always kindness, peace, and love. Yeah. I think that covers it then. Short and sweet today. Yeah. So thanks for listening, guys. And as always, please follow us on socials and give us a review if you haven't. And if you listen to us on Spotify, can you please, like, follow us so you get us in your feed of weekly podcast updates and stuff. So hit the follow and rate us and we will see you in two weeks time. Thanks guys. Bye.